Hey everyone, welcome to Issues with Dad. I'm comedian Josh Carter, and I am here with my dad, who's an expert in international relations, and we're just going to get right into it. This episode, we are talking about coronavirus. Hello everyone, my name is Vincent Carter. And yes, I am indeed Josh Carter's father. Uh, that was the last time I checked. Uh, <laughs> today we're going to talk about uh, current affairs and, and in, 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 to be specific, our new COVID-19 covert operation. Uh, I asked, let's see, where should I start? Well, you're in the military, right? You could... Well, you could tell them a little bit about your background. Well, I have a very uh, diversified background. I did spend some time in the military, but before that I went to college, university. Uh, I published uh, one university paper, a white paper at Cornell University on the wars in uh, the Horn of Africa during the time of the Dalfour crisis. And as Josh mentioned, I served in the United States Marine Corps, in which uh, part of my tour, I dealt with nuclear biological warfare, and I also worked for the New York City Department of Health in the Disease Control Bureau. So that's a little bit about my background. Uh, another part, wait, before I, part of my, 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 part of my background also is that I made what they would call a expert. My expertise is in international security policy. So basically, my talk uh, this evening will be based upon my skill sets in both statecraft and public health. Sounds good. So, uh, so where should we start? Well, I guess I want to focus more uh, in this particular segment. I'm talking to people who are your generation uh, because uh, the rest are pretty confused and the ones before that could see through it, but there are very few left. But what the first place I would like to start is uh, number one, you have to understand what a virus is. Number one, no one has ever died from a virus. No one in the history of medicine ever died from a virus. Number one. Number well, two. Go ahead. I'm just I'm just gonna say what what a lot of like listeners who are first hearing this are gonna ask like what about HIV? What about all these viruses that? We are told and taught it killed millions of people. Well, HIV is, is not really a virus. There are biological, chemical elements involved with the makeup of that particular organism. And I'll give you a, a reason why I say that. A virus is not alive. It has no structure of life. A virus is something like you can compare to water. 
that washes something, like if you're going to wash off something, a virus is a solvent. Like water is a solvent to rocks. So is viruses in your body. So viruses really don't make one sick. I mean, you could get to a point of having a certain amount of a type of virus in your body that make you feel uneasy, but viruses have never killed anyone because it's not alive. So what they're talking about here, and another thing about the, about the coronaviruses period, there are five variations of coronaviruses in the nuclear biological warfare scene. Um, you can, you, everybody has coronavirus. Coronaviruses are in, in everyone's body. That's why you catch cold. That's why you, you get flus. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the set of material that these viruses, it's called an ectomone or something like that. I don't have it in front of me because I wasn't prepared to talk about this in at this depth of a level. But uh, there's, a, there's a reference you can use with Dr. Andrew Kaufman at MIT, who specializes in psychology and, and biochemistry, who, who could explain this. And also, Dr. Jennifer Daniels explains it also. But re rest assured, there's no one in medical history died from a virus. There are elements within the nuclear biological warfare area, which they call viruses, like, say, the flu. They call the flu a virus, but there are special kinds of viruses. They call, uh, uh, it begins with an R, a rhinovirus. And what they, it's not really a virus. The things that get into your body to kill you are bacteria or what we call in the science world, bacilli. Like say for instance, the situation that's happening right now with the coronavirus sounds very much like to me when I worked on this pandemic in New York uh, back in the early 90s, uh, it was the tuberculum bacteria that had, had attracted the HIV virus. As you may know, tuberculosis is an airborne disease, but the CDC refused to uh, uh, couch it that way to the public that the tuberculin bacteria had attracted the so-called HIV virus. See, you got to understand that the CDC is not only not a, a, a governmental agency, but a for-profit organization. It's a corporation. It's here to make money. And that's something else you got to keep in mind. Uh, but far as the virus ever killing someone, there's no place in American history or even of history of Western medicine that somebody died from a virus. And in fact, in military terms, I don't remember one military biological warfare agent that was a virus. It was called it was bacteria or germs. Well, then, what is everything, what is everyone dying from, then, in New York right now? you got to look at the statistics. And if any of you ever studied statistics, if this virus 
or this purported virus, what they said it is, wouldn't you think that you will be seeing signs of it everywhere? How come you don't see people falling in the streets? Like before this so-called covert operation 19 took place, you everybody was able to catch some video on the phone or almost any phenomenon happening in public. But no one has ever caught, like, the pictures that were released from China, which I thought was done on purpose, uh, caught pictures of somebody falling over dying talking on their cell phone or, or this poor old person just died in a wheelchair on the street. I mean, if you had a sincere pandemic situation that had to do with some purported virus or bacteria, it would be more pronounced. Everybody would know somebody who died from it if it was at this level they're claiming. And I'll, I'll give you something else to consider. Consider the fact of how many people have died of the flu since January. The numbers of people who have died of, of the regular flu since January is almost, and I mean just here in the United States, it's almost as much as people who have died of the so-called coronavirus all across the world. That's not true. Okay. And I've I actually know a few people who've died of coronavirus. Like my like my land like this landlord I worked for's uh, next door neighbor's husband just like died of it. There, there are a lot of people dying of the coronavirus. I feel like, and there it's a lot bigger of a number than the flu. When it first came out, there were more flu symptoms, but now today, there's way more coronavirus deaths than flu deaths in this year. No, 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 no. You're speaking because you don't know what the industry is like. Number one, the CDC and the World Health Organization had directed everybody two months ago to say that no matter how a person died, if they had coronavirus in their body, they died of coronavirus. Two, there may be some people, I'll put it this way, there may some, be some people who died, but you got to look at the statistics of who are these people, how old they were, and also pre-existing conditions. People die. Oh, a million and a half people die of tuberculosis in this country a year. But nobody speaks about that. And that's an airborne bacteria. So don't listen to your, your, your mainstream TV to tell you things about and, 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 and I'm not coming over here, I'm not coming on here just telling you things that I think. I follow this every day from a scientific point of view. I don't listen to NBC, uh, LSD, NBC, and, and, and whoever uh, on, on the corporate media. You know, there, 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 there's something here. Put it this way. Not enough people... Uh, not enough people uh, died worldwide to shut down the, the whole world's economy. That just, that just haven't been. There are many other things that have, 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 uh, that, that, that have killed more people than coronavirus. Like, I'm looking up here just on this sort of, like in the United States, we had 70,000 deaths. We have more children disappear and die a year than that. But nobody says anything. We've had more abortions than that. Heart attacks have killed twice more than that. Doctors have killed 
three times more than 70,755 people. So what I'm trying to say to you is you got to think that there's a, there's a, 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 what I would call a medical mafia who's about to uh, take control of your very life right down to the, your genetic code. And it will be for profit. This is about selling vaccines and developing a new world order, both financially and political social situation here. This has, this has nothing to do with your health. And if you don't believe what I say when the CDC or, and, the, and, the, and the World Health Organization ordered doctors in the Western world to call anybody that dies and they have coronal, uh, coronavirus in their body to call it a coronavirus death, that's insane. There are plenty of doctors that you could you could look up right now. There are doctors speaking out about this and calling this insane all over the world right now. So you got to come out of your world, which you are uh, basically living in a, a bubble of Disneyland. And I can give you an example. Even as a Marine, when I deployed out of this country in foreign nations, having to having to walk the beat with a with a with a uh, M16. I saw people who live in ways that you couldn't possibly imagine. Here in the United States and Western Europe, you live in Disney World. This is not what people live all over the world. Most of the people in this world wake up every day, and they don't ask what I'm going to have for breakfast and lunch. It's, 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 what they're asking is if I have breakfast and lunch, and they go out to get it, either by hunting, stealing, or whatever. So you, you must understand that your frame of reference and your, your uh, context is based on a skewed vision of the realities. They've used these types of things to ethnically cleanse people. Like right now, why do you think over the last 10, 15 years, we destabilized governments from the Balkans down to Northern Africa and the Middle East? It has to do with the security of food. Crops have died all over the world from disease, natural disasters, all sorts of things. And now, for the first time in 2,000 years, the desert is blooming because of the shift in weather pattern. There's more behind this than what you may think. There is no uh, such thing as some coronavirus that just is so smart it can't kill you inside of Home Depot or inside of Walmart, but it'll kill you inside of your mom and daddy's store. You get what I'm saying? They restrict you from going everywhere except the big corporate chain. They didn't shut down a day. We just gave the, gave the bankers on Wall Street over $3 trillion in the last three weeks. And that's not counting the repo money, overnight loans, of an average of $500 billion every 24 hours, and why they offer you a freaking $1,200 check. You young people better wake up because your future is being robbed. Wow. That, money gave you, that money they gave you, that $1,200, that's an advancement on your, your, your 
upcoming tax payments, and it will be interest. And you got the you got the Federal Reserve Bank that wasn't even a part of the United States government, just merged with your Treasury Department. The Federal Reserve Bank is owned by a group of private individuals who lend money to the United States. And the money they lend to the United States doesn't exist. They just type it in on a computer, and they used to just print it up and send it out in armor cars. And, and know who owes that money back to them? You do. Your children do. So before we start talking about what's real and what's not, uh, I would suggest, uh, which like none of my, most of my peers haven't, and the ones who came before me, you young people really need to start to question and stop being along with this political party or that little political organization, Black Lives Matter and the Patriots and and all of this, all these little memes. You people better start thinking about where the rubber meets the road, and that's your finance, family, and the happiness, your, your, your freedom to pursue happiness. That's what you should be worried about. And if you want some reference books that you need to read that are over 100 years old and they hid it from you, read Brave New World. Read the, read the writings of Aldous Huxley. You're all familiar with Orwell's book, or 1984. I've read Brave New World, actually. Yes. So, so then you should understand exactly yeah. what's going on right now. And then you should also read some of the white papers for some of the social psychiatric institutions, like the Mendelssohn School, or like the Frankfurt School, and the Fabian Socialists. These people design your social engineering. Your minds are not your mind. You go to these institutions called universities, and especially you young people. I, when I was in graduate school in, in the late 80s, most of the things I learned in my field in graduate school back then don't exist now in graduate school. How many of you went to graduate school or even in undergraduate school where you learned things like Greek philosophy and how to analyze it and base it on your own life. How many of you even took philosophy? How many of you learned to really critically think? See, your opinion is like a, is like your butthole, so to speak. Everybody got one. But it does not curtail the truth. Truth is self-evident and it always rises. And the truth we are seeing right now, with everybody huddled in their houses, scared of something they can't see, and now developing other fears against other people, whether it be from their race, gender, sexuality, political thought, anything. They are turning you against each other like they did in the Balkans during the 1990s when they had all of the people in the Balkans after Yugoslavia fell. Everybody started killing each other, even though they lived beside each other for over 500 years, Muslims, Christians. They started killing each other. So you, you really need to think about what's really going on. And I'll ask you this. There are two things that one must consider. Who are you? You didn't ask to come here. Your mom and daddy told you 
where they thought you were, because even they don't know, because they didn't ask to come to here. And when I say here, I mean this planet, this life. What do you know? You know nothing but what somebody has told you and what you are able to observe. And your observation is flawed because you're only observing from the point of view of what the previous generation told you. So, I say that to say, stop being taking yourself too serious and really step back like you were an alien from another planet and check out what's happening here. Check, out, check it out like you went to this house party, you're walking down the street, and there's this big mansion, and you go inside, and they partying down, man. They got everything from drugs, mugs, and, and, and scrubs. You know what I'm saying? And you, go, and, and you go in, and somebody offer you a drink and say, make yourself at home, and you start digging the place. You, you're, you, it, it's a place where you don't understand where you are because you don't know whose house it is. You don't know uh, who built it. Why is this party? And, but one sure thing, out of all of that, you will die. That's the only thing that is sure right now. One day, you will die. And with that being said, enjoy your life. Enjoy your vanity. Because it's all you have. So when you go out here talking about coronavirus and da-da-da-da, you have to really go take some stock and see how many people die in this world every day. 30,000 children die in this world from lack of vitamin C every year. You don't hear nobody talking about that. We've aborted almost 50 million children in the last 40 years. We got people, doctors have killed more people than the coronavirus has killed so far. Doctors kill upwards of 400,000 people a year. Pharmaceuticals kill people every year. When you get cancer, they give you a pesticide called chemotherapy. And the, and the, and the byproducts of, this, of the same element they put it in your water, in your, your drinks and snacks. It was first called aspartame. It's poisonous. It's spraying poison in your air. Your water is poison. Your earth is poison. And you scared of a coronavirus? You so scared that you go walking around some silly mask that don't even filter out anything but the mist from your breath? You're going to live in fear? of dying with something you're going to do anyway? You better live your life. You better live your life as if today is your last day. And that's how all of you should be living. Trust me. I tried to do it myself. I live my life as if that this day is my last day. And when you do that, you won't fall short and you won't have no regrets. There'll be things you probably say, well, maybe I shouldn't have did that, but you won't have any regrets if you live your life as if it's the last day of your life. And that's what I have to say to people who are your generation, Josh, who I feel that 
my generations and generations before me has done you a great disservice because there are things we should have maintained. If you seek security over liberty in life, you deserve neither. Yeah. I can't say I disagree with any of that. You got a hard, you guys out there, you got a hard way to go. Every day I, I sit to my computer after I do my little work that I do, I study. And I've been studying now for over 40 years. And there are things in this world that you got to take time to keep an eye on, especially when somebody's doing some business in which you are liable for the expense from. Right now, on an economic, uh, 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 from an economic context, each one of you owe the Federal Reserve Bank $75,000 as it stands right now. Why is and that? Yeah, go ahead. So why is that? So why 75000 Because if you divide the money that the Federal Reserve Bank has lent to the United States government, right now our national debt, not including uh, ostentatious or uh, derivatives, right now our national debt has been doubled almost under the present administration, which the president Excuse me, the present administration is really not a total to blame, but there's a balance within the power of the world where no matter what position you hold in this world, nobody says has, has absolute power. They may have dominion, but they don't have power. Right now, the bankers run the world. When that money is lent to the United States government, it's lent at an interest rate. Right now, we're close to $40 trillion just in our national debt. Money that we borrowed to run the country for a year. The United States national uh, uh, budget, uh, as of last year, was a trillion and a half dollars to run the United States government and its affairs. And I wanna, I wanna put, give you a comparison about economics. In the, in the Second World War, you know what it costs us as a percentage of our GDP to fight the Second World War? How much of our GDP? How much? It was 41% of our GDP went towards fighting the Second World War. How much was that back then? Do you know? It doesn't matter. It was 41% of what we were producing. But on the other hand, you know how much of our GDP we spent on this so-called coronavirus so far? How much? 31%. You let that soak in. So almost as much as World War II, huh? And it's probably a lot bigger of a amount. No, you're not thinking about it correctly, son. GDP is GDP. It's what you're producing. It is what you have on hand. So... 41% of what we were producing and had on hand, it, it cost us in, 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 in uh, the Second World War, which the Second World War came out to be about close to $4 trillion in cost. Today, just for this coronavirus, 
Now listen well, just for the coronavirus, we spent 31% of our GDP. Can you hear me? Wow. Let that sink in. So where's your careers? Where, where, how are you young people going to raise families? Buy a house, uh, so-called seek the American scream. I don't call it a dream no more, but it's a scream. Some of you out there just like me, you, you have a decent education, but you're not living any better than somebody who graduated high school in your parents' uh, uh, time. Start thinking, young people. Start thinking. Start learning. One thing in life you should always do is grow in knowledge and understanding. And knowledge, they're beginning to hide, so you better get on it. I hope that you guys uh, 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 appreciate uh, what I shared with you today. Because too many people out here who are, uh, who are afraid, and then those who are not afraid really don't know what they're talking about. There's a way to synthesize, analyze things that are. Like in my field of international security policy, there are things going on in this world and operations going on that will make you not sleep forever. You wouldn't be able to sleep if you knew a type of stuff that that we do. So don't think that you're. I mean, if you find yourself in your comfort zone at this period in time, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're no more than a sheep on a meadow, chewing the cud, waiting for the slaughterhouse. So it's up to you. And a few people like me who are left, who know the past well enough uh, to, to, to give you reference to where you are. Like, like here with my son, he's 31 years old. And what he does, but he doesn't live in America as free as I did when I was his age. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. Well, anyway, that was like our first episode. I think that was a good one. Um, everyone who's listening, feel free to like, subscribe, leave us five stars. And we'll see you next time. This was Issues with Dad with Josh and Vincent Carter. Peace out, everyone. I'll see you soon. Yeah.